the fact that the AP poll number seven Indiana Hoosiers with one loss that was a single digit one possession game loss to an undefeated team in the playoff is not in a New Year's Six Bowl playing a below 500 SEC team is batshit crazy and bullshit. But regardless, it's the best bowl game we've been in in 50 plus years. Welcome to the quarry. This is the first in Oaken podcast presented to you unofficially by Hinkle's Hamburgers. Thank you, Hank. Electric introduction. Um, well, I think we just need to dive right in. Bull preview, Ole Miss, SEC rival, one could say, uh, and our predictions on that game, what we think it's going to end up. Dave, you want to get us going? Kurt, I, I've always been confused. Could you preface potentially as a somewhat Southerner the premise behind Old Miss and why it's not just Mississippi U? Because it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. You know, you're acting like people from Tennessee understand what it's like to be from Mississippi, but no one does. Not one person I know does. So it's. I don't know. I don't know what goes through those guys' heads. They're kind of weird. Not the brightest of the bunch, so we'll just leave it at that before I get in too much trouble. I guess any program that would hire Lane Kiffin has to be somewhat idiotic. That's that's a good point. Dude, he did a great job at USC. I mean. Yeah, and Tennessee. Everywhere he's gone. Lest you forget the uh, Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Before on, before we dive in to the pregame, I just want to clear the air a little bit because I don't, I don't know if we've talked about this at all or enough yet. The fact that the AP poll number seven Indiana Hoosiers with one loss that was a single digit one possession game loss to an undefeated team in the playoff is not in a New Year's Six Bowl playing a below 500 SEC team is batshit crazy and bullshit. But regardless, it's the best bowl game we've been in in 50 plus years. And I think we're going to make a statement. Is it outlandish to say that the only people who don't know where a football school is the CFP committee whose job it is to watch football? Thank you. No, I think you're exactly right. Um, I mean, yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see a, a little vindication when Iowa state loses by 50 points tonight. Um, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, everyone said it. There's not enough. You can't say there's not too much else to be said. It's bullshit. 
It sucks. Here we are. Let's take care of business. I guess that's that's all I want to leave it with. I mean, you talk about earmuffs and blinders. It'd be easy for the team to pull an Ohio State. All its fans moan and bitch and complain. The players quit. They opt out. They think they can go pro. Coach probably leaves, probably cheats on his wife. Whatever happens, it's Ohio State. They don't have earmuffs and blinders. We have earmuffs and blinders. And we're here to get a win. And we're here to make a statement. And it is going to be the launching pad for the road to the playoff in 2021. Absolutely. And it Absolutely. starts with a win against Cincinnati when college game day comes to Bloomington next week. Next Absolutely. Year. Absolutely. I mean, it'll be a Absolutely. top 10 matchup, both teams. Uh, you can't you can't give the pollsters that much credit, Kurt. We'll probably uh, return true. 90% of and our talent. Well, and, it's uh, and, and we'll be – We'll be, we'll be 21st. We'll be 21st. Wait, it is before the college football playoff comes, we'll have, though. We'll have three votes in the AP poll. They will rank Michigan and Penn State ahead of us. Absolutely. And Michigan State. Absolutely. Hank, what is the – what is the? Uh, give us a a report in Tampa. What is the atmosphere? What's the, is there so, – what's the IU support? What's the split? Our frontline reporter, Henry Kurtz. Before I get into the uh, frontline report, I just want to make known to all of our loyal listeners, our paying subscribers, shout out Jack Elijah and Austin Trader. Um, I am in Tampa Bay for the Outback Bowl, obviously. My lovely... I, I almost hesitate to say lovely co-hosts now after what has transpired the last few days. Um, Kurt is in Colorado with his girlfriend, Skeen, while his brother, who some of you might not know, does not host an IU football podcast, is with his girlfriend here in Tampa Bay. Gary doesn't have a girlfriend. Uh, well, yeah, it's Phil Spurley, his right. girlfriend. Um, Boyfriend. Boom roasted. Yeah. Um, he flew from Colorado to be here. David is with his family in Florida, two hours away from the game, but doesn't want to buy a ticket. So I'm here by myself holding down the first Noken podcast. Um, you know it is what it is. Just a little upset about that. But I will say, being in Tampa Bay for the last uh, 16 hours, I have seen very, very few Ole Miss fans. And the bar I'm at, I'm at right now is riddled with IU fans. Um, we're going to have the home field advantage. I'll tell you that right now. So, you think about, you know, if the situation comes about where Ole Miss is, you know, in our territory, third and five on our 40. Noise is going to get to them. You're going to see some false starts. That's going to happen. So, advantage IU. Kurt, do you have any comment on the allegations laid against you? I mean, I think you should have to remember, you know, tough year. Um, basically, you know, we, we couldn't fit it in the budget for first and Oaken. You know, we're – 
fledgling podcast. So we're just trying to make sure, you know, we're, we're set up for the future. Thank you, Neil. We're, we're try- someone's got to make the big financial decisions for the pod. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. No further comments. I'm sad. It's it's sad. I'm not making excuses. It's sad. In some it's way, sad. if you were a gun to my head, give me a justification as to why I'm not there. I don't know. I was closer to buying a Fiesta Bowl ticket. I don't want to give oh, in to the letdown. Don't, I don't want to give in to the letdown. On. Come on. I don't, I don't want to act like I want to celebrate this. Come on. I will celebrate it because it's what we do. It's our job. We love the program. But something about it didn't feel right. Now, all that being said, I should be there, but I'm not. I've let I've let our base down. You have, yeah. So, no way around it. I'm glad you admit it. I, I'm glad you admit it. Here I am on my knees. No earmuffs, no blinders. There we go. That's okay. I respect that. All right. Um, dive into Game the Ole Miss preview. Yeah. I think before you even dive into that, I think one thing to point out is almost fans have been spoiled this year. They've been able to go to games. They could buy tickets. We couldn't. And so I don't think there'll be a lot of Ole Miss fans there. So I think that's going to be a big advantage, like you were saying, Nick. I I did see on Twitter, which, you know, granted, I don't know if the source is trustworthy or anything, but we, in terms of like – you know, there's the Ole Miss side of the stadium, the IU side. The IU side has way outsold the Ole Miss side. So even beyond just what I'm seeing at the local bars here, I, I think we will have a little bit of a home turf advantage to some extent, which honestly is pretty insane being that we're in Florida playing an SEC team. I don't know the stats, um, but it's entirely possible that we have more players from Tampa than them. We – I, That's very likely, actually. Off the top of my head, we have at least six, right? It's like – it's double no, digits. Huh. You might be right. Um, but, yeah, that's what we'll, – we'll get back into that later. But having some of these Tampa guys – and before we go any further, I just want to say this right now. I'm very excited to watch Jack Tuttle play. I love Jack Tuttle. But how much does it suck that Mike Penix from Tampa Bay is not starting this game? You feel for him. I, you feel for him. You feel for him. I mean, he would have thrown for 500 yards. Easy. And given Easy. next season's trajectory, he will never have the chance to play in Tampa. He'll be exactly. playing in Pasadena. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, the numbers Once add a up. lifetime opportunity. Oh, well, onward and upward. Um, you know, when I look at Ole Miss, one, it seems – I haven't done a ton of research on it. They've been ravaged by COVID, which we don't dive into politics. We won't talk about the demographics in Mississippi. Um, but a lot of problems. They're going to be thin in some places. They're coming in hobbled. Um, Elijah Moore think, opted out. Yeah, best player. Um, yeah. Gone. See ya. Um, you know, I was really looking forward to the matchup with him with Mullen, but it's clear yeah, he's seriously. scared. He's scared. They can't blame him. I'd be scared Can too. Can you blame him? 
No. Can't blame him. Um, Can't blame him. Kiffin's going to have some tricks up his sleeves. He finds himself in unusual situations, plain tarmacs, uh, you know, other not ideal situations with his back against the wall. He's he's going to pull into a bag of tricks, and we're going to have to be ready for it. But, I mean, they, they run the ball well. They can be explosive, but a lot of that was Elijah. Yeah. Uh, you know, quarterbacks streaky. If you're if you're being nice, if you're being nice, yeah. Um, my my understanding is he throws a lot, throws for a lot of yards, but he also makes a lot of mistakes, and I think that bodes well for us. I mean, it's not like our defense capitalizes on mistakes or anything, right? Exactly. It's not like as if someone would have ever named it Swarm. But, so I mean, I think I look at it as, one, I think we're jacked up that we got jobbed. Right. Two, it's, what, our first opportunity to play an SEC team since Mizzou? Since, no, since the, the Gator Bowl last year. All right, yeah. Well, Tennessee's, I mean. We're not, no, we don't talk about that. Kurt, yeah. Well, you know, whatever. I'm going to decline um, to comment. And even Mizzou is marginal at best on a good right. day. Right. This, is, I, this is for the one nice thing I'll say about Ole Miss. It's a tried and true SEC team. I'll give them that. And I think we're ready. I think they're hyped up about their surprise stigma of, you know, Big Ten team can't play against an SEC team. The SEC team's rolling the bowl games. I think – there, you're going to see a lot of turnovers, like three turnovers minimum, minimum. Fair. I think I think you're going to see us control the time of possession in order to limit Kiffin's ability to get creative with the game script and the, the flow and the momentum. And I think you're really going to – I think, like, if I'm thinking of a parallel game – I kind of think it could be like that Michigan State game where you just see us suck the soul out of a team slowly and slowly, and it's it's a dominant performance. Um, but I, I mean, they're going to have some big plays. I think, if I'm being honest, the one thing I think we've been a little susceptible on defense is like, you know, you get a deep pass or something over the middle, particularly. Yeah, absolutely. Not on, Absolutely. Not on, not outside of the boundary. A lot of it's over the middle. You'll get a yeah. coverage breakdown once a game against some good teams. Kiffin's good enough to scheme that. I think they'll 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 break one or two on us. But I think one Tuttle's big opportunity to show showcase his arm a little bit. I think the Ole Miss defense is is very susceptible. Um, and I think you're going to see a healthy, healthy dose of Stevie Scott. Absolutely. And, They're uh, and to go Ooh, in God. and punch an SEC team in the mouth in Florida, in front of fans, in front of families, in front of recruits, national television, there's no other word besides a statement. And then you know, we can go into the offseason and we can talk the talk unlike Iowa State will be able to do, unlike anyone, like, you know, now it looks like Cincinnati won't really be able to talk. Heartbreaking, but 
we'll be able to say we deserve better, and they're going to be hunting for that playoff next year. So I, well, I'll I'll save my prediction for a little later. I'll open it up. Just just going off of a little bit of what you said, um, Ole Miss's defense stinks. So bad. It is not good. They give up over 300 yards through the air per game, over 200 yards on the ground per game. Um, how they win games is their offense, and our bread and butter is our Big Ten leading defense. So, for me, this matchup is perfect. I think a three and five, or what are they, four and five SEC teams offense is going to get slacked by a leading Big Ten defense. And I think Tuttle is good enough to manage a game, make some good throws. We have dynamic playmakers, Fry Fogel, Wop. Wop's a Tampa guy. You got to assume he's going to have a big game. And shit, like, Steamy, second team all Big Ten running back, like, you got to think he's, he's licking his chops at a 200 yards game defense. I, I honestly God like and, and obviously we're all biased. We're all biased, but I no. think we're gonna kick the shit. We're gonna kick the shit out. I think we're gonna kick the shit out. I don't think it's gonna be close. Is Kiffin really gonna be don't. fired? You could be, dude. That's all we've been doing all season is putting coaches on the hot seat. Why stop now? Indiana, where coaches go to get, where coaches play against to get fired. Exactly. That's a fact. Yeah, we also, I mean, exactly. I think the guys want to send Kane Womack out right. I think absolutely, absolutely. That D, as good as it's been all year, it wants it wants him to remember IU finally. Three turnovers minimum. I love it. I love it. Kurt. Um, you know, a lot of haters out there say try to say this is the first real team we've faced other than Ohio State. Um, I think that's obviously just a load of BS. We they're missing guys on offense. Their defense is non-existent. They lit up 200 yards a game in rushing. I mean, it's gonna be Stevie Scott just. Showing them why we're a football school. I think it's just going to be a healthy dose on offense of us to run and pass. And if you think doesn't have one or two more tricks up his sleeve, you're you're wrong. They might have a good offense, but their offense isn't full strength, and they haven't seen Swarm D. They haven't seen the Swarm. They haven't seen the Swarm, and they have no D. They really their defense is a yeah. An absolute, an Like, yeah, their offense is great, but it's like they're missing so many pins on O. Yeah. I it gets a little annoying when people try to like you'll read some of these SEC sites and they're like, oh, Ole Miss is gonna win by two touchdowns easily. Yeah, okay, bud. Just like Wisconsin was too against us. So I I, I think this is I, it's just going to be uh, 
we're going to show SEC that we're yeah. the real football conference. You know, it's I'm I'm just thinking a little bit to last year at the Gator Bowl. I I really did think that last year we were better than Tennessee. Oh, we were. And and we blew that game. We did. So, uh, um, but we're a different so team this year. We uh we are not the same team that loses games that we should win like we have in years past. Exactly. Um, I think they're quite fired up about how last year's bowl game Absolutely. Went. Absolutely. You know, we haven't won a bowl game in 30-plus years. Like, that means something to these guys. And it, it means something to them that we got shafted by the CFP guys. We got shafted out of the New Year's Six Bowl. And we even got shafted out of the fucking Citrus Bowl. I think that means something to these guys. And and especially because we are still a relatively very young team. A lot of these guys are gonna be coming back. I I just have to assume they will want to make a statement that we belong and that should carry over to next year to put us in the position to be in the conversation for at least a New Year's Six Bowl, Big Ten Championship, whatever. I think it means a lot to these guys. It means a lot to Tom. I, I just don't see a, a chance in hell that we come out sloppy, not playing hard, anything like that. And if you look at the rosters, up and down, we are better than Ole Miss. I, I just don't see a shot in hell where we lose this game. I really don't. What's your do you want to go to predictions now? I I got one more thing to say too. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You have to. You can't tell me that. What's their quarterback? Corral, Coral, yeah. whatever his name is. I don't care. Um, isn't shaken after throwing five picks against LSU. Right. Right. It's not like it's not like Corral because we're gonna have an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> Did I just get fired? That was that was, that was good. That shit, was electric. Dude. That's what the listeners want to hear. <laughs> um, I'll go into predictions if you guys want to. Yeah, go ahead. I can't. I could do. Uh, prediction: forty-five twenty-one. Hueys. Forty-five twenty-one. Okay. Okay. I'm they'll gonna, put up. They'll put up some points early. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Thirty-four twenty. But it won't look that close. It won't seem that close. But thirty-four twenty. Okay. I'm going thirty-eight ten. Ooh. I like that. So. Okay. Going out so one, the lock it out of the week, it moved. I, I wasn't able to, to put it out there. When IU was six and a half, it was the lock it out. It's always a given. You just take the spread. Is eight and a half still that much of a lock it out? Yes. I mean seven oh against the spread says yes. I, I, I'm more tempted at saying the Lockadile is an alt line of IU somewhere between 11 and 14 point favorite. Like 11. Beautiful. Wow. 
I'm, get a little I'm plus money. Get a little plus money. You some and I'm also. I think I want to tease it with an with an with an under. I don't know what it is. I don't. I think. I think big gambling sees the Ole Miss offense. They see Kiffin. They don't see Swarm. I think it could it. be more one-sided as we've as we've touched on. I think the under is a better play than the over at this point. I would agree. I will have a lock that I'll finalize and post it. I have a feeling we're going to give the people a little parlay special. We haven't done Love a parlay it. yet. We've done single lines. We're going to get into some. We're going to get into some alt parlays. Hey, ringing ringing the new year the right way with some big money for the people. That is exactly right. Um, you know what Congress can't do for you, first snow can do. Very true. Hey, so do you want to hop into a breakout players? Because I'm uh, I'm really excited about this. Yeah, let's kick do us it. off. Get I want to go last. I want to go last. Dave, after you. Okay. Um, I hadn't had a ton of time to think about this. But, gun to my head, player of the game is going to be Michael McFadden. Um, well, fuck you. Is that, was that yours? Yeah, it's a Tampa guy, dude. Tampa, Tampa that's boy. That's a first-team All-Big Ten Tampa guy. Tampa boy, double-digit tackles, two sacks, a forced fumble, or a pick. You'll have one turnover okay. forced or created, okay. two sacks, double-digit tackles. I love it. I love it. I love it, and I agree. Kurt, what do you got? Um, for me, I think it's a – I'm very confident in this one. It's going to be Ty Fry going off, and I think he's going to punch his ticket into a lot earlier draft pick from this game because he's just going to absolutely snap off. See, okay, so if I had to pick a backup since I stole Henry's thunder – no, I would actually fine. think I, I would. I think I would say what? Say what? Yeah. What the? F- <laughs> Are we just on the same that's, wavelength? That's that's the other Tampa guy I was gonna pick. I, we're on the wavelength, but the Tampa guys will. Wop has, Dude, yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. By all measures, underperformed this year. Yeah, he hasn't had a great year. I think. Tuttle's strengths play better to WAP's strengths than, for example, Freifogel. And I think WAP's going to get – he's going to get double-digit touches and targets, closer to 15. I think he'll have triple-digit total yards, rushing and receiving. Okay. I love it. I will uh, – luckily, I had three guys in mind. Thank God. Another Tampa guy. James Miller? Not James Miller. And this is another guy who, to some accounts, has underperformed a little bit this year. Juwan Burgess. Tampa guy. Oakhurst Fredo? I think that, you know, just in general, we're a defense that cycles guys in, in and out a lot. Obviously, Juwan doesn't start. But I, I really just, in general, not even just for Juwan, but the two guys you mentioned too, and you know the four or five other guys. It's a rare opportunity 
to come from an out-of-state place to play in Indiana and you get to play in your home city in front of all of your friends and family and shit like that. I I just believe that that means something. And I think they rise to the occasion. So I, I think Juwan... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say I think he gets like two picks and ten tackles or anything, but I think he's gonna fill his role well, backup safety. And, and just in general, we, I like you know, we it. talked about I like it. it's under the yeah, radar. Absolutely, we talked. We talked about you know Ole Miss. Their whole thing is they score a lot of points. You know they're missing a lot of guys on offense. Elijah Moore's out, who is you know their big play guy. I, I just think we're gonna lock him the fuck up, and I think I think Juwan's gonna have a decent amount to do with that. I like the pick. I feel like yeah. you guys are forgetting too, though, that Ty Fry is, you know, family's all from Mississippi. He almost went to Ole Miss, so I think he's gonna have a little something to prove. I get that too. Absolutely, absolutely. May not be a home game like some of those other guys, but gotta make a statement. Right. Yeah. I mean, I just, just somewhat to close, I just want to say, like, how insane. It's a little cliche to talk about at this point, just like how ridiculous 2020 has been, you know, the pandemic and everything, and who knew we were going to college football season, all that shit. This has been far away the best football season we have had in 50 years. Far away. Easily. What a hell of a bright spot in an otherwise horrible year. I just, I am, I am so happy that this program is where it's at right now. And it just seems to continue to be growing. I, we're lucky, man. We're lucky we have Tom Allen. It's fucking awesome. Dude. We really are a football school now. Who has it's it better just, than us? It, who has it better than us? It's been so much fucking fun. It's been so much fun doing this podcast with you guys and all this shit. We are. Well, I mean, if it's if we're talking New Year's, we're 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 thankful for our listeners. We're thankful for Absolutely. our loyal fans. Absolutely. We're thankful to Tom Allen. I mean, we could. There's a laundry list of people and things to be thankful for. A couple loads. Thankful for our supporters. New Year's Year's resolution is to see everyone in Pasadena in 2021. It it was when we started the pod. When we started the pod, we said Pasadena 2020. There's there's still a debate about whether we should or could be there. Right. Right. New Year's resolution. People thought we were joking last year. We weren't. You know, now we're saying our resolution again. Straight facts. Pasadena 2021. We want to be taken seriously. We uh, we appreciate the objective analysis we've been able to provide and the the hard work and sweat and tears that have gone into this production. And we look forward to the cherry on top of this 50, this historic season with a thumping of Tom Allen's, you know, former school, Kane Womack's dad's former program. Grant Hurd. Grant Hurd. I mean, the list goes 
on and on and on, you're going to see the culmination of a lot of frustration, a lot of hard work, a lot of talent, and you're going to see it on ABC tomorrow. Let's well, fucking go, dude. I might cry. Chill. I might cry. Chills down my spine. Chills down my spine. Hey, you know, we, we said, you know, who do we match up better with this year? Clemson, Ohio State, Bama. People thought we were joking. We're not. That's all I have. We're serious. Hank, you want to send us off? Lock it out. Our loyal, our loyal listeners. Before I before I leave us, as our last podcast of the 2020 2021 season, we want you, we want you to know that we love you very much. We are so thankful for you. And with that, I will leave you with this. L E mother fucking O. Love each other, baby.
Sipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsipsips